0: Act three Of Every Man Out of His Humor by Ben Johnson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene one, The Middle Isle of St. Paul's. Cavalier Shift. Coming Forward. This is rare. I have
1: set up my bills without discovery. Enter Orange.
2: What, Signor Whiff? What fortune has brought you into these west parts,
1: troth signor Nothing but your room, I have been taking an ounce of tobacco hard by here with a gentleman, and I am come to spit private in Paul's. Save you, sir.
3: Adieu, good signor whiff
1: passes onward, enter clove, Master
4: Applejohn. you are well met. When shall we sup together and
1: laugh and be fat with those good wenches, eh? Huh? Faith, sir, I must now leave you upon a few humours and occasions. But when you please, sir. Exit. Uh, Farewell, sweet Applejohn. I wonder
4: there are no more store of gallants here.
3: What be these two, Signor?
5: Marry a couple, sir, that are mere strangers to the whole scope of our play, only come to walk a turn or two in the scene of Paul's by chance.
2: Save you, good Master Clove
4: sweet master orange
3: how clove and orange
4: ay and they are well
5: met for tis as dry an orange as ever grew nothing but salutation and oh lord sir and it pleases you to say so sir one that can laugh at a jest for company with the most plausible and extemporal grade and some hour after in private ask you what it was the other monsieur clove is a more spiced youth he will sit to you a whole afternoon sometimes in a bookseller's shop, reading the Greek, Italian, and Spanish, when he understands not a word of either. If he had the tongues to his suits, he were an excellent linguist.
4: Do you hear this reported for certainty? Oh, Lord, sir.
0: Enter Puntarvolo and Carlo, followed by two serving-men, one leading a dog, the other bearing a bag.
6: Sirrah, take my cloak and you sir knave follow me closer if thou losest my dog thou shalt die a dog's death i will hang thee
7: tat fear him not he is a good lean slave he loves the dog well i warrant him i see by his looks ma I... I see some like him slut to the servant poison him make him away with a crooked pin or somewhat man thou mayst have more security of thy life then. So, sir, what? You have not put out your whole venger yet, have you? No,
6: I do not yet want some fifteen or sixteen hundred pounds. But my lady, my wife, is out of her humour. She does not now go. No? How, then? Mary, I am now in force to give it out upon the return of myself, my dog, and my cat. Your cat? Where is she? My squire has her there in the bag. Sirrah, look to her how like'st thou my change
7: carlo ah oh, for the better sir your cat has nine lives and your wife has but one besides she will never be seasick
6: which will save me so much in conserves when saw you signor Sogliardo?
7: i came from him but now he is at the herald's office yonder he requested me to go afore and take up a man or two for him in poles against his cognizance was ready what has he purchased arms then ay and rare ones too i as many callers ere you saw any fools caught in your life i'll go look among yond bills and i can fit him with legs to his arms
6: with legs to his arms good i will go with you sir
0: they go to read the bills enter fastidious deliro and Macilenti
8: come let's walk in mediterraneo i assure you sir i am not the least respected among ladies but let that pass do you know how to go into the present sir
2: why on my feet sir
8: no on your head sir for tis that must bear you out i assure you as thus sir you must first have an especial care so to wear your hat that it oppress not confusedly this your predominant or foretop because when you come at the presence door you may with once or twice stroking up your forehead thus enter with your predominant perfect that is standing up stiff
2: as if one were frighted,
8: ay, sir.
2: Which indeed a true fear of your mistress should do, rather than gum water or whites of eggs. Is it not so, sir?
8: An ingenious observation. Give me leave to crave your name, sir.
4: His name is mcclenty sir
8: good signor Marcelante, if this gentleman signor delero furnish you as he says he will with clothes i will bring you to-morrow by this time into the presence of the most divine and acute lady in court you shall see sweet silent rhetoric and dumb eloquence speaking in her eye but when she speaks herself such an anatomy of wit so sinuized and arterised that tis the goodliest model of pleasure that ever was to behold oh she strikes the world into admiration of her oh 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 i cannot express them believe me
2: oh your only admiration is your silence sir for god carlo this is good
6: let's read them again
0: reads the bell
6: <clears throat> if there be any lady or gentlewoman of good carriage that is desirous to entertain to her private uses a young straight and upright gentleman of the age of five or six and twenty at the most who can serve in the nature of a gentleman usher and at little legs of purpose and a black satin suit of his own to go before her in which suit for the more sweetening now lies in lavender and can hide his face with her fan if need require or sit in the cold at the stair or foot for her as well as another gentleman let her subscribe her name and place and diligent respect shall be given this is
7: above measure excellent ah this this here's a fine slave Reads, if the city or the suburbs are the same to afford any young gentleman of the first second or third head more or less whose friends are but lately deceased and whose lands are but new-come into his hands that to be as exactly qualified as the best of our ordinary are, is affected to entertain the most gentlemanlike use of tobacco as first to give it the most exquisite perfume then to know all the delicate sweet forms for the assumption of it is also the rare corollary in practice of the Cuban ebullition, Europe's, and with which he shall receive or take in here at London and evaporate at Axbridge or farther, if it please him. If there be any such generous spirit that is truly enamoured of his good faculties, may it please him, but by a note of his hand to specify the place or ordinary where he uses to eat and lie and the most sweet tendons, with tobacco and pipes of the best sort, shall be ministered. Stet, queso Candide elector.
6: Why, this is without parallel, this.
7: Well, I'll mark this fellow for Sogliardo's use presently. Or rather, Sogliardo for his use. Faith, either of them will serve. They are both good properties. I'll design the other a place, too, that we may see him
6: no better place than the meter that we may be spectators with you carlo soft behold who enters here
0: enter sagliardo
6: signor Sogliardo, save you save you good
9: sir punch tarvalo your dogs in health sir
7: i see how now carlo we have ten simple pains to choose you out followers here shows him the bills come hither signor monsieur orange yon gallants observe us
4: prithee let's talk fustian a little and gall them make them believe we are great scholars o oh, lord sir nay prithee let us believe me you have an excellent habit and discourse it pleases you to say so sir by this church you have la nay come begin aristotle in his demonologia approves scaliger for the best navigator in his time and in his hypocritics he reports him to be hot aunt imomanus you understand
2: the greek sir Oh, good sir for society's sake he does. Oh, here be a couple of fine tame parrots.
4: Now, sir, whereas the ingenuity of the time and the soul's cynderesis are but embryons in nature, added to the punch of Esquiline in the intervallum of the zodiac, besides the ecliptic line being optic and not mental. But by the contemplative antheric part thereof, doth demonstrate to us the vegetable circumference and the ventosity of the tropics, and whereas our intellectual or mincing caprile, according to the metaphysics, as you may read in Plato's histriomastics, you conceive me, sir oh lord sir then coming to the pretty animal as reason long since has fled to animals you know or indeed for the more modelising or enamelling or rather diamondising of your subject you shall perceive the hypothesis or galaxia whereof the meteors long since had their initial inceptions and notions to be merely pythagorical mathematical and aristocratical for look you sir there is ever a kind of consinity and species let us turn to our former discourse for they mark us not
8: mass yonder's the knight puntarvolo
2: and my cousin Zogliardo methinks ay and his familiar that haunts him the devil with the shining face let them alone
0: observe them not Sogliardo, puntarvolo and carlo walk together
9: nay i will have him i am resolute for that by this parchment gentlemen i have been so toiled among the herrets yonder you will not believe they do speak in the strangest language and give a man the hardest terms for his money that ever you knew but have your arms have your arms i faith i thank them i can write myself gentlemen now here's my patent it cost me thirty pound by the spread
6: a very fair coat well charged and full of armory
9: nay it has as much variety of colours in it as you have seen a coat have how like you the crest sir
6: i understand it not well what is't
9: mary sir it is your boar without a head rampant
7: a boar without a head that's very rare ay and rampant too troth i commend the herald's wit he has deciphered him well a swine without a head without brain wit anything indeed ramping due gentility you can blazon the rest Signor, can you not oh ay i have it in writing here of purpose
9: it cost me two shilling the tricking let's hear let's hear
6: it is the most vile foolish absurd palpable and ridiculous escutcheon that ever this eye survised save you good monsieur fastidious
0: they salute as they meet in the walk
5: silence good night on on Sogliardo reads
9: gyrony of eight pieces azure and ghouls between the three plates a chevron engrailed chequy or vert and ermines on a chief argent between two annlets sable a boar's head Proper How's that? On a chief
0: argent Sogliardo reads
9: On a chief argent, a he boar's head proper, between two
7: and let's say bell. Salad, it's a hog's cheek and puddings in a pewter field this
0: Here they shift Fastidious mixes with Puntarvolo, Carlo and Sagliardo. Deliro and macchi Lenti, Clove and Orange, Four Couple.
6: How like you them, signor! Let the word be, not without mustard.
7: Your crust is very rare, sir. A frying-pan to the crust had had no fellow.
8: Entreat your poor friend to walk off a little, signor. I will salute the knight.
7: Come, lap it up, lap it up
8: you are right well encountered sir how does your fair dog
6: in reasonable state sir what citizen is that you are consorted with a merchant of any worth
8: tis signor Delero,
2: sir
6: is it he save you sir
2: they salute
7: good sir pontevallo
2: oh, what copy of fool would this place minister to one endued with patience to observe it
7: nay look you sir now you are a gentleman you must carry a more exalted presence change your mood and habit to a more austere form be exceeding proud stand up your gentility and scorn every man Speak nothing humbly, never discourse under a nobleman, though you never saw him but riding to the star chamber, it's all a one. Love no man, trust no man, speak ill of no man to his face, nor well of any man behind his back. Salute fairly on the front, and wish them hanged upon the town. Spread yourself upon his bosom publicly, whose heart you would eat in private. These be principles. Think on them I'll come to you again presently.
0: Exit Puntarvolo to his servant sirrah keep
6: close yet not so close. Thy breath will thaw my rough
9: Oh good cousin I am a little busy. How does my niece I
10: am to walk with the knight here?
0: Enter Fungoso with his tailor.
10: Oh here he is look you, sir, that's the gentleman
2: what he in the blush-coloured satin
10: ay sir though his suit blush he blushes not look you that's the suit sir i would have mine such a suit without difference such stuff such a wing such a sleeve such a skirt belly and all therefore pray you observe it have you a pair of tables
8: why do you see sir they say i am fantastical why true i know it and i pursue my humour still in contempt of this censorious age slight and a man should do nothing but what a sort of stale judgments about of this town will approve in him he were a sweet ass i'd beg him if faith i ne'er knew any more find fault with a fashion than they that knew not how to put themselves into it for mine own part so i please mine own appetite I am careless what the fusty world speaks of me, purr.
10: Do you mark how it hangs at the knee there? i warrant you, sir. For God's sake do, not all. Do you see the collar, sir? Fear nothing. It shall not differ in a stitch, sir. Pray heaven it do not. You'll make these linings serve, and help me to a chapman for the outside, will you? I'll do my best, sir you'll put it off presently ay go with me to my chamber you shall have it but make haste of it for the love of a customer for i'll sit in my old suit or else lie abed and read the arcadia till you have done
0: exit with his tailor re-enter carlo
7: or oh, if ever you are struck with a jest gallant, now, 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 I do usher the most strange piece of military profession that ever was discovered in Insra Paulina. Where, where? What is he for a creature? a pimp a pimp that i have observed yonder the rarest superficies of a humour he comes every morning to empty his lungs in bowls here and offers up some five or six hecatombs of faces and sighs and away again here he comes nay walk walk be not seen to not him and we shall have excellent sport
0: enter shift and walks by using action to his rapier
6: Zlid, he vented a sigh, een now. I thought he would have blown up the church.
7: Oh, you shall have him give a number of those false fires ere he depart. See,
8: now he is expostulating with his rapier. Look, look.
7: Did you ever in your days observe better passion over a hilt?
8: Except it were in the
6: person of a cutlet boy, or that the fellow were nothing but vapour, I should think it
7: impossible. See again, he claps his sword o'er the head, as who should say, "Well, go to!" O oh,
8: violence! I wonder the blade can contain itself, being so provoked.
7: With that, the moody squire thumped his breast and reared his eye to heaven for revenge.
9: Troth, and you be good gentlemen. Let's make them friends and take up the matter between his rapier
7: and him. Nay, if you intend that you must lay down the matter for this rapier it seems is in the nature of a hanger-on, and the good gentleman would haply be rid of him
8: by my faith, and tis to be suspected. I'll ask him
2: oh, here's rich stuff for life's sake, let us go. a man would wish himself a senseless pillar rather than view these monstrous prodigies ne habitin felix prepare to a sense quam quad ridiculo somines facit,
8: exit with Deliro. Signor, at your service,
7: will you sell your rapier? He has turned wild upon the Gretchen. He looks as he had seen a sergeant.
1: Sell my rapier now, fate bless me.
7: Amen.
1: You'd ask me if I would sell my rapier, sir.
8: I did indeed.
1: Now, Lord, have mercy upon me. Amen, I say still. Slid, sir, what should you behold in my face, sir, that should move you, as they say, sir, to ask me, sir, if I would sell my rapier?
4: Nay,
8: let me pray you, sir, be not moved. I protest I would rather have been silent
1: than any way offensive, had I known your nature. Sell my rapier, odds, Lid. Nay, sir, for mine own part as I am a man that has served in causes or so, so I am not apt to injure any gentleman in the degree of falling foul, but sell my rapier. I will tell you, sir, I have served with this foolish rapier where some of us dare not appear in haste. I name no man, but let that pass. Sell my rapier, death to my lungs. This rapier, sir, has travelled by my side, sir, the best part of France and the low country. I have seen Flushing, Brill, and The Hague with this rapier, sir, in my lord of Leicester's time, and by God's will, he that should offer to disrapier me now, I would— Look you, sir, you presume to be a gentleman of sort, and so likewise your friends here.' "'If you have any disposition to travel for the site of service, or so one, two, or all of you, I can lend you letters to diverse officers and commanders in the Low Countries, that shall for my cause do you all the good offices that shall pertain or belong to gentlemen of your—please you to show the bounty of your mind, sir, to impart some ten groats or half a crown to our use, till our ability be of growth to return it, and we shall think oneself it's Blood, sell my rapier!'
9: i pray you what said he signor he's a proper man
1: mary
8: he tells me if i please to show the bounty of my mind to impart some ten
7: groats to his use, or so break his head and give it him i thought he had been playing o the jews tramp i
1: my rapier no sir my rapier is my guard my defence my revenue my honour if you cannot impart be secret i beseech you and I will maintain it where there is a grain of dust or a drop of water. <sighs> Hard is the choice when the valiant must eat their arms or clem. Sell my rapier. No, my dear, I will not be divorced from thee yet. I have ever found thee true as steel, and you cannot impart, sir. Save you, gentlemen. Nevertheless, if you have a fancy to it, sir.
8: Prithee, away,
7: is Signor Delero departed? Have your sina pimp outface his own once
6: better?
9: I commend him that can dissemble them
6: so well. True, and have he no better a cloak for it than he has neither?
8: Odds precious, what mischievous luck is this? Adieu, gentlemen.
6: Whither in such haste, Monsieur fastidious
8: After my merchant, Signor delero sir.
7: Exit. Oh, hinder him not. He may hap lose his title a good floundery fifth.
8: orange and
0: clove call shift aside
7: How, huh? signor whiff
4: what was the difference between that gallant that's gone and you sir
1: no difference he would have given me five pound for my rapier and i refused it that's all oh was it
4: no otherwise we thought you had been upon some terms no
1: other than you saw sir
4: adieu good master applejohn
1: Exit with orange.
7: How! we and Aperjon too! Hout, what will you say of this be the appendix or label to both you indentures? It may be. Resolvus of it, Janus, thou that look'st every way, or thou, Hercules, that hast travelled all countries. Nick, spend not time in invocations now. Tis late. Signor, here is a gentleman desirous of your name, sir.
1: Sir, my name is Cavalier Shift. I am known sufficiently in this walk, sir.
7: Shift! I heard your name very diva now, as I take
1: it. True, sir, it pleases the world, as I am her excellent debaconist, to give me the style of Signor Whiff. As I am a poor esquire about the town here, they call me Master Applejohn. Variety of good names does well, sir
7: ay and good parts to make those good names out of which i imagine yon bills to be yours
1: sir if i should deny the manuscripts i were worthy to be banished the middle isle for ever
7: i take your word sir this gentleman has subscribed to them and is most desirous to become your pupil mary you must use expedition signor insulso sugliarno this is the professor
9: in good time sir Nay, good sir, how's your head? Do you profess the slights in tobacco?
1: I do more than profess, sir. And if you please to be a practitioner, I will undertake in one fortnight to bring you, that you shall take it plausibly in any ordinary, theatre, or the tilt-yard, if need be, in the most popular assembly that is.
6: But you cannot bring him to the whiff so soon?
1: Yes, as soon, sir. He shall receive the first, second, and third whiff, if it please him, and upon the receipt take his horse, drink his three cups of canary, and expose one at Hounslow, a second at Staines, and a third at Bagshot.
9: BOW-WOW. You will not serve me, sir, will you? I'll give you more than countenance.
1: Pardon me, sir, I do scorn to serve any man. Who he serve?
7: Some lad. he keeps high men and lowmen, he. He has a fair living at Fulham.
1: But in the nature of a fellow, I'll be your follower if you please
9: sir you shall stay and dine with me and if we can agree we'll not part in haste i'm very bondful to men of quality
6: where shall we go signor your meter is your best house
1: i can make this dog take as many whiffs as i list and he shall retain or effume them at my pleasure
6: by your patience follow me fellows sir Pontarvolo, pardon me my dog shall not eat in his company for a million
0: exit with his servants
7: nay be not you amazed signor with whatever that stiff-necked gentleman says
9: no for you do not know the humor of the dog as we do where shall we dine carlo i would fain go to one of these ordinaries now i am a gentleman so you may
7: were you never at any yet
9: no, Faith, but they say
7: their resorts your most choice gallants. True, and the fashion is, when any stranger comes in amongst them, they all stand up and stare at him as he were some unknown beast brought out of Africa. But that would be helped with a good adventurous face. You must be impudent enough, sit down and use no respect when anything's propounded above your capacity smile at it make two or three faces, and tis excellent they'll think you have travelled though you argue a whole day in silence thus and discourse and nothing but laughter twill pass only now and then give fire discharge a good full oath and offer a great wager twill be admirable i warrant you i am resolute Come,
9: good Signor, there's a poor French crown for your ordinary.
1: It comes well, for I had not so much as the least portcullis of coin before.
3: I travail with another objection, Signor, which I fear will be enforced against the author ere I can be delivered of it. What's that, Sir? That the argument of his comedy might have been of some other nature as of a duke to be in love with the countess and that countess to be in love with the duke's son and the son to love the lady's waiting maid some such cross wooing with a clown to be their serving man better than to be thus near "'And familiarly allied to the time?' "'You
5: say well. "'But I would fain hear one of these autumn judgments define once. "'Quit, sit, commedia, if he cannot, "'let him content himself with Cicero's definition, "'till he have strength to propose to himself a better, "'who would have a comedy to be "'Imitatio vitae, speculum consuetudinis, imago veritatis, "'a thing throughout pleasant and ridiculous, "'and accommodated to the correction of manners.' If the maker had failed in any particle of this, they may worthily tax him. But if not, why? Be you, that are for them, silent, as I will be for him, and give way to the actors.
0: Scene 2. The Country. Enter Sordido with the halter about his neck.
11: Nay, gods precious, if the weather and season be so respectless, that beggars shall live as well as their betters. AND THAT MY HUNGER AND THIRST FOR RICHES SHALL NOT MAKE THEM HUNGER AND THIRST WITH POVERTY. THAT MY SLEEP SHALL BE BROKEN, AND THEIR HEARTS NOT BROKEN. THAT MY COFFER SHALL BE FULL AND YET CARE, theirs EMPTY AND YET merry. 'Tis TIME THAT A CROSS SHALL BEAR FLESH AND BLOOD, SINCE FLESH AND BLOOD CANNOT BEAR THIS CROSS.
3: WHAT? WILL HE HANG
11: HIMSELF?
5: FAITH, I. IT SEEMS HIS PROGNOSTICATION HAS NOT KEPT TOUCH WITH HIM, AND THAT MAKES HIM DESPAIR
3: beshrew me he will be
11: out of his humour then indeed tut these star-monger knaves who would trust them one says dark and rainy when tis as clear as crystal another says tempestuous blast and storms and twas as calm as a milk-bowl here be sweet rascals for a man to credit his whole fortunes with you sky-staring coxcombs! combs you you fat brains out upon you you are good for nothing but to sweat nightcaps and make rug gowns dear, you learned men, and have not a legion of devils, a vôtres service, a vôtres service by heaven, I think I shall die a better scholar than they, but soft
0: enter a hind with a letter. How now,
11: sir
9: Here is a letter come from your
0: son, sir,
11: from my son, sir. What would my son, sir? Some good news, no doubt reads sweet and dear father. DESIRING YOU FIRST TO SEND ME YOUR BLESSING, WHICH IS MORE WORTH TO ME THAN GOLD OR SILVER, I DESIRE YOU likewise TO BE ADVERTISED THAT THIS SHROVE-TIDE, CONTRARY TO CUSTOM, WE USE ALWAYS TO HAVE REVELS, WHICH IS INDEED DANCING, AND MAKES AN EXCELLENT SHOE IN TRUTH. ESPECIALLY IF WE GENTLEMEN BE WELL ATTIRED, WHICH OUR SENIORS NOTE, AND THINK THE BETTER OF OUR FATHERS, THE BETTER WE ARE MAINTAINED, AND THAT THEY SHALL KNOW IF THEY COME UP, AND HAVE ANYTHING TO DO IN THE LAW. Therefore, good father, these are for your own sake as well as mine to redesire you that you let me not want that which is fit for the setting up of our name in the honorable volume of gentility, that I may say to our calumniators with Tully ergo sum ordis damus me to Ocasius Tue, And thus, not doubting of your fatherly benevolence, I humbly ask your blessing and pray God to bless you. Yours, if his own, Fungoso how's this yours if his own if he not my son except he be his own son belike this is some new kind of subscription the gallants use well wherefore dost thou stay knave away go exit hind here's a letter indeed revels and benevolence is this a weather to send benevolence or is this a season to revel in sled the devil and all takes part to vex me i think this letter would never have come, now, else, now, now, when the sun shines and the air thus clear, so, if this hold, we shall shortly have an excellent crop of corn spraying out of the high ways. The streets and the houses of the town will be hid with the rankness of the fruits that grow there in spite of good husbandry. Go to. I'll prevent the sight of it. Come as quickly as it can. I will prevent the sight of it. I have this remedy, Heaven.
0: Claimbers up and suspends the halter to a tree.
11: Stay. I'll try the pain thus a little. Oh, nothing, nothing. Well, now, shall my son gain to malevolence by my death? Or anybody be the better for my gold, or so forth? No, alive I kept it from them, and dead my ghost shall walk about it and preserve it. My son and daughter shall starve ere they touch it. I have hid it as deep as hell from the sight of heaven, and to it I go now.
0: Flings himself off. Enter five or six rustics, one after another. Oh, me, what pitiful sight is this? Help, help, help.
12: How now? What's the matter?
13: Oh, here's a man has hanged himself. Help to get him again.
12: Hanged himself? <laughs> Slid. Carry him afore a justice. Tis chance medley, at my word.
5: How now? What's here to do? How comes this?
12: One has executed himself contrary to order of law, and by my consent he shall answer it.
0: They cut him down. What
10: he were in case to answer it? Stand by. He recovers. Give him breath. Oh, mast was well. You went the footway, neighbour. I and not I not cut the halter.
11: How? Cut the halter ay me i am undone i am undone
12: mary if you had not been undone you had been hanged i can tell you
11: you threadbare horse-bread-eating rascals if you would needs have been meddling could you not have untied it but you must cut it and in the midst too ah me
0: out on me tis the caterpillar dido. how cursed are the poor that the viper was blessed with this
5: good fortune
12: nay how accursed art thou that art cause to the curse of the poor
5: ay and to save so wretched a caitiff cursed
4: be thy fingers that loosed him
12: some desperate fury possesses thee that thou mayest hang thyself too
4: never mayst thou be
11: saved that saved so damned a monster what curses breathe these men how have my deeds made my looks different from another man's that they should thus detest and loathe my life, out of my wretched humour, it is that makes me thus monstrous in true humane eyes. Pardon me, gentle friends; I'll make fair amends for my foul errors past, and twentyfold restore to all men what with wrong I robbed them. My barns and garners shall stand open still to all the poor that come, and my best grain be made alms bread to feed half famish mouths. Though hitherto amongst you I have lived like an unsavoury muck-hill to myself, yet now my gathered heaps, being spread abroad, shall turn to better and more fruitful uses. Bless then this man, curse him no more for the saving my life and soul together. Oh, how deeply the bitter curses of the poor do pierce! I am by wonder changed. Come in with me and witness my repentance. Now I prove my life is blessed, that is not graced with love.
0: Exit
12: Oh! miracle see when a man has grace
5: had it not been pity so good a man should have been cast away
12: well i'll get our clerk put his conversion in the acts and monuments
5: do
13: for i warrant him he's a martyr
12: oh god how he wept if you marked it did you see how the tears trilled
13: yes believe
5: me like master vicar's bowls upon the green FOR ALL THE WORLD. O, oh, neighbour, God's blessing all your heart, neighbour, 'twas a good, grateful deed. Exeunt. How now, Mitus, what's that you consider so seriously?
3: Troth, that which doth essentially please me, the warping condition of this green and soggy multitude. But in good faith, signor, your author hath largely outstripped my expectation in this scene, I will liberally confess it. For when I saw Sordido so desperately intended, I thought I had had a hand of him then.
5: What? You supposed he should have hung himself indeed?
3: I did, and had framed my objection to it ready, which may yet be very fitly urged and with some necessity, for though his proposed violence lost the effect, and extended not to death, yet the intent and horror of the object was more than the nature of a comedy, will in any sort admit?
5: Ay, what think you of Plautus, in his comedy called Sistelaria? which he brings in alcessimarchus with a drum-sword ready to kill himself and as he is e'en fixing his breast upon it to be restrained from his resolved outrage by selenium and the board is not his authority of power to give arsene approbation
3: sir i have this only evasion left me to say i think it be so indeed your memory is happier than mine but i wonder what engine he will use to bring the rest out of their humours? That will
5: appear anon. Never preoccupy your imagination with all. Let your mind keep company with the scene still, which now removes itself from the country to the court. Here comes Masolente, and Signor brisk, freshly suited. Lose not yourself, for now the apitasis, or busy part of our subject, is an act. SCENE three an apartment at the court. Enter
0: Macalenti, fastidious, both in a new suit, and Synodot with tobacco.
8: Well now, Signor Marcellante, you are not only welcome to the court, but also to my mistress's withdrawing chamber. Boy, get me some tobacco. I'll but go in and show I am here, and come to you presently, sir. Exit.
2: What's that he said? By heaven. I marked him not. My thoughts and I were of another world. I was admiring mine own outside here, to think what privilege and palm it bears here in the court. Be a man ne'er so vile in wit, in judgment, manners, or what else, if he can purchase but a silken cover, he shall not only pass, but pass regarded. Whereas, let him be poor and meanly clad, though ne'er so richly parted you shall have a fellow that knows nothing but his beef or how to rinse his clammy guts in beer will take him by the shoulders or the throat and kick him down the stairs such is the state of virtue in bad clothes (laughs) that raiment should be in such high request how long should i be ere i should put off to the lord chancellor's tomb or the shrive's post by heaven i think a thousand thousand year his gravity, his wisdom, and his faith to my dread sovereign, graces that survive him, these I could well endure to reverence, but not his tomb, no more than I'd commend the chapel organ for the guilt without, or the space vile for the varnished face, re-enter fastidious,
8: I fear I have made you stay somewhat long, sir, but is my tobacco ready, boy? ay, sir give me my mistress is upon coming you shall see her presently sir puffs you'll say you never accosted a more piercing wit this tobacco is not dried boy or else the pipe is defective oh your wits of italy are nothing comparable to her her brains a very quiver of jests, and she does dart them abroad with that sweet, loose, and judicial aim that you would here she comes, sir
0: Saviolina looks in and draws back again.
2: Twas time his invention had been bogged else
0: Saviolina within
2: give me my fun there how now, monsieur. Brisk?
8: a kind of affectionate reverence strikes me with a cold shivering methinks
2: i like such tempers well as stand before their mistresses with fear and trembling and before their maker like impudent mountains
8: by this hand i'd spend twenty pound my vaulting-horse stood here now she might see me do but one
2: trick why does she love activity
10: or if you had but your long stockings on To be dancing a gilliard as she comes by.
8: I, either. Oh, these stirring humours make ladies mad with desire. She comes, my good genius embolden me. Boy, the pipe quickly.
0: Enter Saviolina. What will you give her music?
8: A second good morrow to my fair mistress.
13: Fair servant, I'll thank you a day hence, When the date of your
2: salutation comes forth
8: how like you that answer is not admirable
2: i were a simple courtier if i could not admire trifles sir
0: fastidious talks and takes tobacco between the breaks
8: troth sweet lady i shall puffs be prepared to give you thanks for those thanks and study more officious and obsequious regards to your fair beauties mend the pipe boy
2: i never knew tobacco taken as a parenthesis before
8: for god sweet lady believe it i do honour the meanest rush in this chamber for your love
13: ay you need not tell me that sir i do think you do prize a rush before my love
2: is this the wonder of nations
8: oh by this air pardon me i said for your love by this light but it is the accustomed sharpness of your ingenuity sweet mistress to
2: takes down the viol and plays
8: mass your viols new-strung methinks
2: ingenuity i see his ignorance will not suffer him to slander her which he had done notably if he had said wit for ingenuity as he meant it
8: by the soul of music, lady,
13: <laughs> would we might hear it once.
8: I do more adore and admire your <laughs> predominant perfections than
4: <laughs>
8: ever I shall have power and faculty to express. <laughs>
13: Upon the viol de gambo, you mean?
8: It's miserably out of tune, by this hand.
2: Nay, rather by the fingers. It makes good harmony with her wit,
8: sweet lady. Tune it.
2: Saviolina tunes the viol.
8: Boy, some tobacco.
2: Tobacco again. He does court his mistress with very exceeding good changes.
8: Signor Marcelante, you take none,
2: sir. No, unless I had a mistress, Signor, it were a great indecorum for me to take tobacco.
8: How like you, her wit
2: talks and takes tobacco between again. her uh, ingenuity is excellent, sir.
8: You'll see the subject of her sweet fingers there oh, she tickles it so that she makes it laugh most divinely. I'll tell you a good jest now and yourself shall say it's a good one-i have wished myself to be that instrument i think a thousand times and not so few by heaven
2: not unlike sir but how to be cased up and hung by on the wall
8: oh no sir to be in use i assure you as your judicious eye may testify
13: here servant if you will play come
8: instantly sweet lady in good faith here's most divine tobacco
13: nay i cannot stay to dance after your pipe
8: good nay dear lady stay by this sweet smoke i think your wit be all fire
2: and he's the salamander belongs to it is your tobacco perfumed
13: servant that you swear by the sweet smoke
8: Still more excellent before heaven and these bright lights, I think you are made of ingenuity, I
2: True, as your discourse is. Oh,
8: abominable. Will your ladyship take any?
2: Oh, peace, I
13: pray you. I love not the breath of a woodcock's head.
8: Meaning my head, lady.
13: Not altogether so, sir but as it were fatal to their follies that think to grace themselves with taking tobacco when they want better entertainment you see your pipe bears the true form of a woodcock's head
8: o oh, admirable simile
13: tis best leaving of you in admiration
2: sir exit are these the admired lady wits that having so good a plain song can run no better division upon it her jests are of the stamp march was fifteen years ago is this the comet monsieur fastidious that your gallants wonder at so heart
8: of a gentleman to neglect me afore the presence thus sweet sir i beseech you be silent in my disgrace by the muses i was never in so vile a humour in my life and her wit was at the flood too report it not for a million good sir let me be so far endeared to your love
3: what follows next signor cordatus this gallant's humour is almost spent methinks it ebbs apace with this contrary breath of his mistress
5: oh but it will flow again for all this till there come a general drought of humour among our actors and then I fear not but his will fall as low as any sea who presents himself here.
3: What? In the old case Ay oh, faith.
5: Which makes it the more pitiful. You understand where the scene is End of Act three.